Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today in this quantum conversation. We are with a beautiful soul, Emma Ray Kumara, who is conscious of her walk-in-ness. We're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about ways that you can consciously co-create with the divine realms, the divine genius, and partner with the higher beings who are here to support us right now. Emma Ray, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, it's my pleasure, Lauren. I'm just delighted. It's uh, it's not every day I get to really talk about these kinds of concepts. And uh, so to have an audience that's really ready to hear this is terrific. Yes, we are ready to hear this. We are, <laughs> we are um, so looking forward to this because I know that everyone watching and listening to this is a new earth leader and they absolutely get this and wherever they are on their journey they are holders of such beautiful light and so this topic that we're going to discuss really assists all of us we're going to feel our vibration raise and we are already feeling it because you are anchoring in from mount shasta and that beautiful waterfall behind you is mount shasta the elemental aquatic energies of Mount Shasta, and we're already feeling the beauty in that. So beautiful. So what I love is that um, you're going to be talking about how we can be in partnership with the many realms who are here to support us. These are members of our cosmic family. And I wanted to say before we start on this beautiful journey, your story here you are you are also the uh nature whisperer mm -hmm. i love that because the universe is nature in action and so it's like you are embodying the universe mm -hmm. and so as we begin there's something really very interesting about your remembrance you recall yourself as a walk-in in 2003 and you were given the name walking thunder yeah. and so this is very interesting we want to know can you share that walk-in experience with us and let us know how you came to become aware of it and what was that process like well it's yes i'm delighted to talk about this loren because what happened at in general, walk-ins are uh, walk-ins come in. It's always a soul agreement, but walk-ins generally happen when uh, the soul that's already here is traumatized, or there's something going on, and there's an accident that causes the walk-out walk-in have to happen. In my case, the soul that was here previously, who I will refer to as Shanti because that is her soul name, she was approached by the host of heaven about 2001 because she was having a really hard time. She was very conscious, very multidimensional. People didn't get her. She was kind of in that shamanic outside the community. Nobody would kind of let her in. 
And she was really lonesome. And her the host of heaven came to her and said, you can go home if you would like. And so they said, this is a possibility. And so then they came to her. It was the archangelic family, Gabriel, Raphael, and Michael. And they all came and worked with her a couple of nights every week for a year, teaching her how to step out of the body consciously, go across the Anakarana Bridge into Shambhala. So this was the renewal of this pathway that used to be common back before the fall or whatever, you know, the drop, the choice to go into separation. No, there was no death cycle. When souls got done here, they just stepped out of the body, gave the body back to the Elohim of the elementals and went on their way. So she was reigniting this process. So towards the end of that year, a group of 12 people in Mount Shasta approached her individually and said, we're here to help you leave. And so, so they formed on the day that she was intended to leave and I was intended to come in. They came to the house, formed a divine circle and held space while Shanti walked out and I walked in. And I the body was held in a kind of a force field, which helped Shanti step out with her blueprints and for me to step in with mine. So that was the process. And then I came in, um, I will say, because this is my first time on the planet, it was quite a shock to come here. You know, I'm, I I joke around with people. I say I'm like a 20-year-old in a 68-year-old body, you know. <laughs> And I've never been here before. So so it's been quite the ride for me. But all of this was documented with the intention that at some point when the consciousness was ready on the earth, which it is, we would be able to start talking about this quantum phenomena of being able to come and go from the body at will and work directly with the divine um, forces, the divine alchemy teams, to be able to release the soul from the body, hand the body back. No trauma is required. You don't have to get sick and die. None of that is necessary. So that's the renewal of that memory. And so that's how I came to be here. Wow. All right. And so the beings who um, came to Shanti in Mount Shasta, were they the higher realms? Yeah, it was Archangel Raphael, actually, that came specifically. And there was a gal in town at the time, Jessica Eccles, who wrote this beautiful book called Angelic Awakenings. But Archangel Raphael came to her and said, will you be my messenger? So for a couple of years, she was doing all this private work with people. But he came to her and he said, so, and he didn't like, blurted out he kind of over a couple of sessions started hinting to her of this other option and then Sananda came in and spoke to her and then this whole thing got set up and when they were working with her to leave she set up a portal with crystals in the middle of the room she sat in that space and there was a escort divine escort that walked across the Anagrana bridge with her and then there was a team that was Sanat Kamara was still in Shambhala at the time. So they came and met her. There was one of the big things that was interesting that really has to do with this quantum field comprehension is an hour of time here is two, two weeks 
two weeks in Shambhala. So she would go for an hour here, but she'd be over there going to meetings, doing all these kinds of things for this lengthy period of time, come back with all this knowledge. So she reconnected and over this time, and then when it came time to go, she just left. Now, one of the gals who was on the Council of 12 is a cosmic midwife. So she was able to track Shanti once she was across as the elementals rebuilt her a body and that she was documenting. And then I, she and I started talking with each other about at some point we would be sharing this together. So in the overlighting group that is here today for this call, Shanti is present because she still is actually on the planet. She's just in Shambhala in a different body. So. Wow. I've got goosebumps all over. That is so amazing. Um, and um, very, very cool. So, all right, you said, all right, you said a couple of things that we still have to unpack. <laughs> I want to start with Sanat Kamara. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, your last name is Kamara. Is yeah. there a direct connection there and with Venus and this? Yes. Yeah, I came in. Uh, so I've been kind of hanging around Earth for a long time, but I'd never really decided to come in, but I've spent a lot of time in Venus with Sanat Kamara and the Kamara family training. Oh. I'm actually from a different universe. There are quite a few star seeds that are from out, way out. So um, I came in through Venus and I, it was really kind of funny because when I came in, um, Shanti's birthday here in this embodiment was uh, Deborah Robin Field, but she and her family sadly had a falling out after her mother died. And so she distanced herself from the family by taking on the name Kahana Shanti Ariel as she learned that that was more her soul essence. So when I came in, I inherited her name because I just did, you know. And then about 10 years ago, somebody that was working with me said, why are you still using the name of the person who left? And I was like, well, because I don't have another, and I don't remember my name. You can't say our names in English. So I had not figured that out. So about two years ago, uh, well, and then after that, Lord Maitreya came in and did the walking thunder, which that was, he gave us me that name in a group in Mount Chasta. And it was really funny, you know, but it was recently, just two years ago, that um, the host of heaven came and said, we will give you the name Emery Kumaro because of your association with Sanat and the work that you are doing as part of his, um, Sanat was called for years and maybe still is, that uh, ancestor of days, I believe is the term, ancestor of days. And so he said that I'm kind of mapping that into the female form as part of the Kamara's presence. And so that was why they gave me the name of that. And of course, a lot of us as star seeds are emanating, you know, we're like poles in the middle of the ripple. So we are these lightning rods emanating out the energy. And so that was the name. I'm, I'm emanating the rays. And that was part of the name. So that's kind of, you know, how they do. Uh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I love that so much. And I know many of us watching and listening resonate deeply with Sanat Kumara. 
even if those who are not familiar with Sanat Kamara, just the name, that's a little journey that you can go on to learn more, but it is um, a beautiful soul. He's actually one of my guides, one of my guides as well. And so, wow, it's really synchronistic, this whole <laughs> journey. And uh, I love it. And then the Shambhala, we can talk a little bit more about Shambhala, but I wanted to ask you, all right, um, before I get to a couple of other questions, <laughs> um, so, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask these questions together. Why did you come, and how was how did you overcome the shock of Earth, or what was the shock of Earth like? I mean, I think those two are related. Like, why did you come? Did you know you had a higher mission? Um, were you asked to come? What happened there? And um, then the shock, getting over the shock of Earth. Yeah. Yeah, so good, good questions. And um, first off, yes. Um, so I'll connect this through Shanti because Shanti, you know, you had Peter Tung on recently. Peter, I have done my gene keys with Peter. I was the first walk in he had ever done. And so oh, he did a chart for me and a chart for Shanti, and we got to kind of look at him. It was very wow. fun. Oh. But in that process, he's code holders that's here to lay the codes newer the paradox so he was holding that and so am i i'm bringing that in from this other universe the memory of source consciousness before separation so i brought i kind of overlaid that in and we have these very part of it too, Lorraine is is it Lauren or Lorraine? How do you like your Lorraine? You got that right. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. You're welcome. Is that coming from where I did because I've never been here before? I had the pure memory of what it's like outside of separation. And so many people like the new children too, that are just first timers down here, they're bringing that pure memory of what it's like out in unity. So I was able to come and with that clear field, which is one of the reasons that I've been working with Sanat because he's all about the unity fields, you know. And so, um, so I came in and I have been over the years helping to actively lay the paradise codes around the planet and helping them to get activated, which is part of what we'll talk about more. But as far as the, the experience of my being here has been um, challenging at best, I, challenging at best. And uh, it has been a couple of things. One, like a lot of star seeds, we have really big energy fields to come down here and do what we're doing here. And I came down here with carrying a lot of, you know, this uh, field of energy to, to, how do we explain, you know, to break down the old constructs that had to go. And so we came in and just, we've been blasting through that. So I had to have, and because I'm working 
as an advocate for the elemental realms and the, those who have not been seen or acknowledged, I had to be able to hold that really strong. And that offended a lot of people because partly I didn't know how to manage it well in this level. Up on the higher levels, you don't really have to manage it much because everybody's got really big fields, you know. But when I came down here, I was literally, until I learned some techniques, slapping people with my energy field because I didn't, I mean, I was like, whap, whap, you know, I just didn't know that I, what was going on because the density was so foreign to me. You know, so I I had a pretty wild ride for a while. I did um, here in Mount Chasta meet up with a gal, Andre Morgan, who works with the Arishas out of South America and Africa, which works where you work with your different learning, the different levels of elements that you carry in your body. And in that process, I was able to really understand my field better and come in balance with it and that has been a godsend for me <laughs> but even so you know some of us are just have big fields and big energy and it's intimidating to some people so that has been kind of a it's been a blessing living in Mount Shasta because there are a lot of people hearing big loads in Mount Shasta but it's my current thing has been to learn how to be um, more gentle, my power. You know, that's what I'm calling now. It's so how to be that shaki energy, but to do it from a gentle place, which is kind of my soul learning of how to do that in the density. So, yeah. Interesting. So anyways, but yeah, it's been a rough ride. Yeah, it's been a rough ride. Wow. Well, I want to say thank you for coming. And bringing the paradise codes and actually being a leader and um, for all of us, you are a leader for all of us, um, supporting us in our roles that we are here. Um, you're helping us see the value in our own light and, and how we can add that to the world. So we're going to talk about those paradise, paradise codes and more. But I wanted to also ask um, a couple more questions. The, the slapping of the energy, uh, and then you've learned to be more gentle with it. Can you explain a little bit more? What was that like? I mean, was it just uh, almost like you couldn't understand how someone couldn't get something, how they didn't, how they maybe how they forgot uh, of this great light? Or what was that like? And what do you mean by slapping? Like they would just be shocked or offended to be in mm. your, or they would, you'd be a turnoff or yeah. what? Well, it, that's it. I really became aware of it after I was uh, sharing a gardening experience with somebody. And she said, you need to leave. Your energy is just too brutal. And I was like, what is she talking? You know, I had no aware of it. And it wasn't anything I was saying. It was just my field, the way it was moving, was in a tumultuous kind of a state. And so what happened when I worked with the Orishas and um, this being her, whose name is Volvo Amalie from Africa. And she said to me that my energy is the strongest air and the strongest water combined. She said, you're like a hurricane. 
So what you need to do is learn how to become the eye of the hurricane. <laughs> so I had to learn how to really come. So then I went on this journey of finding my inner peace, which I hadn't done before. You know, I really hadn't learned. And, and not too long after that, I ended up leaving Mount Shasta and ending up on the Oregon coast where I got to walk with the ocean every day. And the ocean helped me find through her power that peace within myself. And so now my field is the calm toroidal field that it's supposed to be, you know? Wow. <laughs> Really, peace, like our energy feels when we're because it ripples. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Okay. Um, our 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 Zoom technology is stabilizing as well with your energy. Uh, so let's all just hope that the connection stays stable as well. All right. So um, when you worked with the Arishas, this is very interesting. Yeah. And um, the elements in the body, I would like to, I think it's important to maybe talk about like your story with the elements in the body. Once you recognized the elements that you are, you were at peace mm -hmm. and look mm -hmm. at our planet in the collective right now, we have heat waves, we have storms, we have flooding. Could this be humanity's wake up call to recognize and honor the elementals? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Such a big part. I'm so glad you brought that up because such a big part. Um, let me back up a little bit. So the elementals are part in the, when we're talking about things as the I am, the way St. Germain brought them in, the infinite I am of mother, father, God, the individualized I am of the creator beings in form and the impersonal I am, which is everything else and the elements and the elementals. And they are called the responsive energies of the universe. So they are part of the divine alchemy and they respond to the energies, especially on the atomic level where we are here electronic only perfection is allowed to imprint into form. But down here in this duality dance thing we've created here, you can imprint imperfection. So what has happened with all of the rage and uh, this and the miscreations and the speaking out and the non-peace related things is the elements have taken that in. And now this big rebalancing is happening, which is showing up in all these weather anomalies. However, we have complete abilities through the sacred fire, through doing decrees, through bringing ourselves into peace to release much of that discord from the elements and minimize the amount of weather anomalies that are necessary to rebalance. They need our help. They're asking for our help. So, 
Yes. All right. And so before moving on, you mentioned decrees and sacred fire. Can you give us a tip so we can work to balance yes. it out? And do we have to know our own elementals or how would we know? I mean, I know I'm water, like my astrological sign, Scorpio, would be water. Would that be an indicator, your astrological sign? To some degree, I think so, but I am not an expert on this. So what I can do is, I mean, it, it might be lovely for you to have Andre and Bobo on your show, but <laughs> to, but I will send you the information about the Orishas so that you can look into that and we can maybe have, it's really fascinating stuff. Now I am, it turns out, um, astrologically a tri-water sign. So, but uh, so that matches with the big water thing. The wind, I'm not sure astrologically where that comes in. The interesting thing is that Ayurvedically, I'm a pitta, rada, which is air and fire. So there is, you know, you're not really, I can't say that I would say absolutely that means your water sign, probably. But I, I'm, you know, I'm not the one to ask that question to. So, but uh, <laughs> I have to be honest well, about that. It, it's a beautiful reminder that uh, we can, and maybe this is activating individuals in their own remembrance of partnering and, and working with the elementals, honoring the elementals, and helping to bring peace, um, harmony, joy, abundance, all that beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. So, okay, perfect. So, so I but I do have a website off of the Nature Whisperer. When you go to the naturewhisperer.com, there is a sub website called Spiritual Advocacy. And on that website, I have a lot of invocations, a lot of them for the elementals okay. that you can go out and just there they are and you just chime in. So I'm and I'm building that a lot, but there are all kinds of things there. There are also other groups like the Heart Center and the Summit Lighthouse and the Radiant Rose Academy that do active work with invocations to help clear all that stuff up. So there are avenues that you can go to raise your voice and help make a big difference. Yeah. Yes, beautiful. Thank you for sharing those. Yeah. Those organizations love the Radiant Heart, yeah, and um, Summit Lighthouse, all of it. It's wonderful. Yes. All right, so you are here helping with the Paradise Codes on the planet. Mm. And before we get into that, I guess my last question regarding this walk-in experience is the universe that you come from. Mm -hmm. um, what do you recall? What do you know about that universe? You know, it's it's really interesting because like everybody, you know, when I dropped in here, I forgot everything. I forgot, you know, I really, and just recently, as part of the quantum expansion, um, Mother Father God have allowed the alignment of a couple of wormholes from other universes to be brought. And they are in alignment with the cosmic galactic, you know, the movement. These wormholes have come in. So my parents have, and my family has been able to come and say, yo, we're close by at the moment. They're hanging out on Venus, but they came in through this wormhole. And so I'm starting to get to remember my father, what I know is my father was like, 
you want to go, you go. My mother was like, don't do it. You're not <laughs> And so I realized over the last, until I really got to speak to my mother recently, that the issues I had of being able to prove myself strong and do this, do my, that, that, whatever, I mean, I'm certainly not, I don't know how old I am in school years, but anyways, of uh, letting my mother know I really was strong enough to accomplish what I came here to do. So it was a really interesting awareness, but all I know, honestly, about my homeland is that it's, it's like Eden was, it's like New Earth is, you know? So I, I lived in that field and I came here to help everyone remember that it's real. So, you know, and that's part of the, yeah, so. Wow, I feel like crying yeah. as I take that in. All right, so then my next question, before we get deeper into the Paradise Codes and what you're here to talk about, how we can consciously co-create, is um, your vision of New Earth then. We've got this, yes? The, 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 yeah, and this is so important, and this very much is about the co-creation thing. All of the new earth, the blueprints have been created in the causal plane. So the, the universe is on a quantum level is made up of all these levels. On the bodies, we talk about the four subtle bodies here, the physical, the mental, emotional, etheric. And then we have our causal body, which connects to the causal plane, which is the plane of cause where everything is created through the inspiration from Mother, Father, God, and from all who are participating, the Elohim, everyone, create this divine blueprint, which is referred to by many as the plan, divine plan, but it's really a big blueprint. And this is where all the realms of divine alchemy are very active, creating this new blueprint, and then it gets stepped down into the physical. So this is the process that we are all a part of. And it's so very important. And I'm so adamant uh, about talking about this, about how to grab your piece and run with it. You know, this is a big part of how fast this is going to happen. And, um, but it really is that the whole new earth is absolutely or in these things of cause is done. And we're now bringing it here, bringing Earth up, bringing the plan down, kind of it's a, you know, meet in the middle kind of a thing as we raise the frequency. But this is the co-creative thing. And this is why it's so important to be working with the divine alchemy realms, because they are full on part of our doing this more quickly. Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay, beautiful. I know that's where we are all keeping our eye on the prize of. And that is, um, it's what motivates me every single day, even when I do peek at the collective, the mainstream news. <laughs> Maybe I myself <laughs> even more and say, we got this. So that's um, right. the mainstream news is, is, is illustrating the collapse of things. And so here we are building the new. It's why we've always said, keep our eye on the prize, keep our vision of new earth always keep our vision of new earth because there's little seedlings of it everywhere. We can see it. 
everywhere. I can even see some of the stories in the news where new earth is present. I can see that. And it's quite um, miraculous if we have the eyes to see it that way through the vibration of the density. I know some people can't even stomach looking at the news, but um, I tend to play a game with it. And so all right, here we are then. We're talking about channeling the divine, life's divine genius into form. And this is the process of co-creation. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're going to lead us in a process or a meditation that helps us connect even more. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have you talk about the paradise codes. How do those fit in with this work that we're doing? And how do we access the paradise codes? So there are two things I'm being asked to share. One is kind of an example of how this works. Um, So interesting. So the, okay. So first I'll go into the paradise codes a little bit, and then I will give you an example of how we worked this in this particular instance. So the paradise codes really is a, succinct way of talking about the divine blueprints of new earth you know it's the paradise it's the memory it's the memory of paradise that's encoded in the just the energy field that it holds and so what i got to do over the last couple of years is go different places physically and theoretically a lot of places i had to bilocate but and actually stand on the ground and call them in. And I had these huge interdimensional teams, the galactics were involved, the host of heaven was involved. We'd be calling them in and throwing them with sacred fire into their earth, telling all the beings in the kingdoms there to pick them up and embody them and help unpack them. So this was a lot of it. We did very clandestine because part of that, it was over in the UK, where at that time we were in the middle of the shutdown and I was, you know, I had to operate under the wire. And and when I was going over the friends, the people that I hadn't met yet that I was talking to were like, you need to be really careful because of the, those who are now leaving, as I refer to them, figure out that you're here. It's going to be a problem. So I get a call from a friend who's part of the best life. So did my um, write-up who said they found you. You need to get out of there. So I, I had to get on a plane to come home six weeks early, and we had to finish all the work interdimensionally but we got it done and then I was traveling around the country going into the desert and places and talking to the vegetation the cacti and everybody letting them know we were bringing the phoenix back in and the phoenix was rising and the codes were activating and so this was just this conscious conversation with the earth that we were laying these codes and bringing in the opalescent energies to activate them So that was part of that. And anybody can do it. I mean, the codes are all in place. So what I suggest to people is to simply say, I remember paradise. I am paradise. I remember it and feel it and see it and know that it's true. Know that you can talk to everyone and everything because everything is always talking to you. It's just alive you know, everything is alive. So, and everything is fully conscious and present. So it's really 
in paradise, it just is that, you know, everybody's just having a good old time chatting and bringing in new information and playing with each other as we evolve into this higher level of how to really actively co-create when you can actually see all of the realms and see the spirits and the trees and all these activities going on. So, because that is the truth, you know, all the spirits and elementals went into hiding because humanity got a little scary, you know, uh, you know, it's not safe. <laughs> be around people so yes okay oh my goodness just um when you said you know the memory of paradise everyone raise your hand or um share with us in our zoom chat do you remember paradise yes i think we all do that makes me want to cry right there and and it's the the tears of the remembrance of paradise that's why i'm crying not because i'm sad or emotional but it's i do remember it i really do and so um thank you thank you for sharing on those paradise codes oh, you're oh my gosh well. i know we all and so you know i think this is um this this just gives us immense hope immense hope to knowing that new earth is is already there in the causal planes and it's coming and nothing can get in our way nothing can take our humor away nothing can take our joy away so um you've raised our vibration just there in that and so when we go out into nature and be in nature uh it's just confirmation that we've got this even more yes all right and our work is here uh, it, to bring is. In. it is it is so there's if we I, I am not watching the clock but there is a example they would like me to share with you what i was asked to do up in oregon okay that this is how you can actually see this happening so yes. i went up to oregon and, and there were a couple beautiful stars in the area that came working but i specifically asked to walk the coastline and call in the harmony codes because the conversation along the Oregon coast at that time was that the cascading and subduction zone fault line was going to collapse and the whole Oregon coast, Washington coast was going to go underwater. And so the host of heaven came to me and then from me to the group I was working with and they said, this is not part of the divine plan. This is an intentional sabotage of the coast. So they had me walk and call in the codes and call in the correction and call in the upliftment into the true expression of the coastline to occur. The collab was walking, the galactic ships were there, and coast was there, the dragons would come in. Did this for about three months. And when I got there, the whole, all the, the, you know, the sheriffs and the fire departments and all the Coast Guard was all having meetings on a regular basis about how to evacuate because they were sure this was going to happen and they needed to have a plan in place. So wow. over, over those several months, the conversation stopped and completely raised the timeline, which is what we all have to do. And that scenario appeared completely. And this is the anchoring of the higher field through our powerful intention and knowing and saying false. A friend of mine 
she was given this thing. It's so great. When you see something that you just know isn't in alignment, you just say false. Just say false. We disagree. Just false. And it stops the energy dead in its tracks. And then you say, we are calling in the highest outcome for all concerned in accordance with the divine plan. That's the replacement. And that's how we do it. You just swipe, bring in the good stuff and walk along. And it's very simple. And you can just do it as a habit. And it just makes such a difference. But at the end of that, I will share that I'm also a photographer. And I was walking along the beach after we had gotten this adjustment done. and a heart, this big heart showed up in the sand. The water came up into the sand and made this big heart and said, so these are the experiences we get to have when we start getting really conscious with the elements and the elementals. You get to have these really delightful experiences. Yeah. Beautiful. I really love that. I really do. Um, really some good comments coming in and that's why I say that everyone watching and listening, you know this, and we got this, and these are our orders, or our, I don't want to say orders, but this is our guidance and the way that we can all participate. Mm -hmm. If we see something, we just say it's false, and that is immaculate awareness and responsibility on our part, not to let anyone take our energy or, or um make us sad or feel um, despair in the midst of this. I know it's so easy to go down that negative evolution and a spiral because um, we could be so close and give up, but this brings us so much hope yeah. and uh, it's really, really enlightening. Thank you. Yeah. Um, here is a question on the timeline of new earth arriving for those of us who are working towards connecting with it and living in it. Well, uh, what would you say to that? Because there are some who say we can live it right here, right now. What do you have to say about the timeline of New Earth arriving? So that it, that is a really fun and fascinating conversation. So two things. One, we live it within ourselves and create it. It emanates out into our world. That's one. But bringing it in on a planetary level is all this co-creative process. And so in a minute, I'll walk everyone through this process. But it really is what we know is that the golden age is happening. It's secure. There's nothing that can stop it. The catch is how quickly it happens is up to each and every person grabbing their part of the plan and going to work. And that's going to speed it up, how quickly it arrives. And when you see these things in the field that you're like, no, or separation, you just say false, do the positive overlay, you diffuse it, carry in the higher field and lay it over the top. We are all the star seats. All the awakened ones are so powerful. We are all creator beings. It is our responsibility to life to be doing this. And it's so much fun. You know, it doesn't, I'm really encouraging people. I sound very serious, but actually it's really fun. <laughs> you know, it really is delightful to see these things and hear the trees singing in the yeah, you know, animals coming out going, thank you. So, but they'll help too. They absolutely help. The birds help, all the animals help. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm really close to the birds. There's so many, we're going to have you back for another conversation because um, just what we're talking about, we can go in so many different directions and it's beautiful and very expansive. But I wanted to say one thing before we go into that process, you were talking about the heart. All right. And so this might be kind of deep for some people, but was it uh, last week, last week, whales and we know the galactic beingsness of whales there were pilot whales in western australia who beached themselves it was a large number hundreds but before they did this they formed a heart-shaped pod in the ocean and the marine biologists were like they've never seen anything like that before and i say i'm going to cry again but then um what transpired was the human interaction with those whales was so inspiring because they spent hours in the water in the early morning and they were very cold, some of the workers. They spent hours in the water assisting these whales. You know, many didn't make it. But when they when some of the workers had to leave, they found it hard to separate mm. from these whales. And so isn't that, I mean, it's sad but yet it's so beautiful if we can see the energy in that whole story. Mm -hmm. It feels like that, that there was a message for us, a message of love, a message of being in the heart, a message of this heart opening us. What, what is your take on that? Well, there are a couple of things. Certainly the reminder of the energy of the heart and the interconnectivity, but also the whales and the dolphins and the wolves are all from Sirius, and they all came as holders of the divine templates until humans woke up and could step in and take that over themselves and to take the responsibility of holding the templates and calling them in. The whales and the dolphins, most of them have been given the go-ahead to return to Sirius. We're going to see animals who are going to go home as the people are stepping up and the planet is being raised. A lot of the different animals that are here on the planet are going to be transitioning as a species, reforming into a different field of form and coming back to new earth because the whole food chain is leaving you know because in in eden and paradise nobody's eating anybody you know so all that whole food chain was created when we dropped and we went into duality and separation and we couldn't remember how to get our light directly from source anymore so we went out here and created this other thing so the the whales are some of the carriers of the greatest field of energy of love and connection and then you know who you are remember who you are they sing it the wolves sing it they sing the songs of family and this is partly and this is partly why the wolves have been so brutalized, just like the whales were almost hunted to extinction. The wolves have also had that experience because they were the blue. They're the blueprint holders. They were until now. There are enough starseeds on the planet that they have another opportunity to go beyond their way. So we are going to see they I was talking to them up on the coast last month. I was back up there and they were saying. We're here for now, but not for long. 
So as mm -hmm. things go, we are going to see, but there's no separation. Remember, they're just changing form. We'll always be in touch. Always there. We're just together always. So that's, that's what I can offer about that. And, mm -hmm. and it was, I had, you know, I had another experience, which I have a photograph of years ago. I was at what's called Castle Lake in Mount Shasta, which is holds the energy of the round table, King Arthur. It's very exquisite up there. And I was up there with my wolf dog at the time, and I was singing to the water. A lot of us sing when we're out in nature. So I was singing to the water. And this big heart formed in the water and stayed there for a half an hour. And I got to take all these photographs of it. And it's very much in alignment of what Dr. Emoto's taught about these other people about really understanding that not just the water is conscious, everything is consciousness. Everything is consciousness. Uh, and everything, the water shows it more like the wind because they respond more quickly, but everything feels what we are speaking and doing. So it's really important to, that reverence, you know, to restore the reverence. And that again is part of anchoring paradise more quickly. So beautiful. Really, really comforting. And it mm. gives us our it gives us our orders. It oh. gives us uh, guidance on on what to do and how to be and how to show up. I really do love it. Thank you. Okay. Let's go, let's go into that process of co-creation, conscious co-creation process. Thank you, Emma Ray. Wow. Oh, so let's everyone please get very settled and feel put yourself centering in your center pole. What I suggest is putting your right hand over your heart and your left hand over your right hand and breathing in to that space. I offer that the heart is the portal of interdimensional travel, interdimensional clear awareness. It is through the heart that we then connect to the pineal and pituitary glands and then go up through the door of our soul. So breathe breathe and anchor down to your earth star chakra and breathe and ground into your journey and then feel that light going up your simple weaving in to your heart taking that infinity essence from your heart to your throat to your pituitary pineal glands, then up through your crown chakra, where you will see yourself enter the Christ grid. And that is where you will access the door to your soul. The door to the soul has been closed for eons of time. It is now opening and you will see the door opening now. If yours isn't already, you are now being offered great assistance in this door fully opening. Your presence, your overlighting team standing on the other side, welcome you. 
putting a hand or hands out to assist you in stepping through into this field of absolute exquisite unity and to access your causal body gifts. Everyone has gifts, has talents, sensory awareness, things that you have done as a soul over time, that these skills are all stored in your causal body. Until recently, people have not had access to these gifts because you had to wait until you were strong enough, awake enough, and in your balance point, in your divine integrity, to be able to access your gifts and then to go higher up through your presence with your presence and say, what is my part of the divine plan? Show me blueprints. Show me. Tell me. What is it for me to do? And who are my teammates, my playmates? Having the access to your causal body and your gifts, you will be you will feel the ignition, the ignition of these, these sparks of this is what I love to do. This is what I am so strong at doing. This is who I am as an advocate, as a peace walker, as a writer, a photographer, an inventor, a singer, a dancer. There are all these different elements all of which are stored in causal body that are the strength that you have acquired over lifetimes. Allow yourself to receive this awareness. It may come to you as just a hint, a memory, an awareness that, oh, I do so love doing those things. And yet, in your life, day to day, up to this point, you may have never felt that you had some level of permission to actually step in and do these things, use these skills. So now, with your overlighting team, your presence, you will be guided to access your part of the causal plan, the causal blueprints, again, by speaking the words, what is my part? What is my piece of the divine plan, the blueprint of new earth? Who am I working with? Am I standing alone and working as a human and working directly with the realms of nature that are seen and unseen? Or am I doing that and combining with many other beings of human form? It's going to be different for each one. And yet everyone's peace is of equal importance to everyone else's. No matter how big or how small, everyone is part of the sacred hoop, the sacred circle, 
So take your piece, access your piece, journaling about it, asking questions, sit proudly and confidently within the sacred hoop, the sacred circle, and know that your contribution has great value. That is why you're here. So feel yourself in that field of energy, the causal body. Feel the suggestions. These things are all going to be something that you're like, I love doing those things. Or I just know I'm really good at that. These young people that are now coming in, step immediately in and get to it because they are fully activated in their causal bodies. Your turn is now. You get to do this as well. And you all have such teams of beautiful universal beings to assist you. You may call them in by just speaking. I am all that I am. And I am one with my overlighting teams, my overlighting families, those who are here for me to live my joy and accomplish victoriously my mission. You call them forth, you acknowledge them, interlace with them through oneness, and open your senses to hear what they have to say. So feel that field. This field is being established now in your form, in your energetic bodies, so that you can easily return to this place and act upon what is given to you in confidence, in joy, and in the miraculous magnetic essence that makes it tangibly real. So go forth. You are all magnificent. May all life be blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Feeling the energy of that is so powerful. I truly hope that everyone who is with us watching or listening can feel and sense that it is palpable. And to have the confidence to move forward with it, that's also palpable as well. And as you were saying, the kids, the new children coming in, if they're confident and able to do it, we can match that as well. I know many light workers are like, why? What, what is it that I'm so hesitant to step up into? Why don't I want to be seen? Why don't I trust that my mm, skills val are here to, to be a value for the planet? Mm -hmm. Well, this is the connection that is so prevalent and so mm, beautiful palpable for us to achieve that, to walk that. Yes, it is. And of course, it's very valid that people are hesitant because until recently, be stepping into who we are and what we're doing here has really been unsupported. And in fact, quite the opposite, it's been squished. And so there's this 
Is it really safe? And the embodiment of trust. Now, circling back to Sanat Kamara, he is uh, bringing forth a whole lot of energies to help support people in re-embodying trust. So call on him, call on him and call on those of the blue rays and oh uh, archangel faith and the divine will you know we're going part of this process too is um going coming into a balance point between free will and divine will and divine will is what's driving this whole energy of allowing the plan to come in and one thing i will also share that's been incredibly helpful to me is um, Oren and Dabin. Have you ever heard of them? Oren and Dabin. Yes. So orendabin.com and they have one of their programs that Oren has is called Divine Will. And it's 12 segments. I think it was less, it was like $89. And it is one of the most powerful things I have ever done for myself because it takes you through each one of the elements of divine will and how to embody them and become them. So if you have any hesitancy in being able to have the will to go forward, I highly recommend you work with the Blu-ray, call in Sanat Kamara with the trust, connect with the divine will, and let these tools help you because they're just awesome. Awesome. We have so much help. We have so much help. So much you know, you just have to say, please, <laughs> I open to receive all this help, you know, because they're, they're waiting for us to say, let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, more chills. Um, <laughs> rays. You said call on those of the blue rays. Um, I just want to share that is something in my life. Uh, when I went to uh, Lake Washita in uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, the beautiful crystalline lake there. It's just yes. a full, the, the whole bed of that lake is crystal, magical ET experiences there as well. But after mm. that trip, I was opened up and I heard, we are the Blu-ray collective. Mm. And my mind, of course, tricked me and said the blue winged collective. And it's like, no, we are the Blu-ray collective. So that really fascinates me. And I know many of us um, are curious about that. Can you explain the Blu-ray? That is divine will. And who are those who work with the Blu-ray? Yeah, this is part of what's really important. And in my program that I, that is part of my offer, I go through all the rays. But when we start with the Elohim, that's going to be Hercules and Amazonia. And those, they are the beginning. It's the first step it's the energy that holds the perfection in place. So that's the Blu-ray. Archangel Michael and Faith are the Blu-ray on the archangelic level. And I can't say that I know everybody, but in the Ascended Master, um, El Morier yes. is the Ascended Master of Blu-ray and his partner. God bless me that I can't remember that right now. But um, all the different components and the, and the elementals as well all work within these different rays. And each ray has the qualities 
that when you are focusing in on that frequency band, that's what the quality is coming for you to work with. So faith and trust. And, and it's like with the violet ray where you have, you know, it's got so much stuff going on because it's a combination of the pink and the red and the blue, you know, and all of that. So it's got all that going on. But this is the blue ray is the ray that comes in and lays the code down and says, this is and so we hold that field. And I always, you know, I'm more of an older kind of gal. And when I first got here, I'd get in a room with a lot of blueberry people and be like, that's kind of intense. You know, I had a really hard time. <laughs> they really hang out blueberry people because they were holding this field and we've got to knock down all of the truth, all of this illusion and bring in the plan you know so they were boom you know they were really pushing that but the main thing is you know michael and lord astria and uh hercules and amazonia and you know think wonder woman that's blu-ray okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know because and and uh yeah but that is it's the the first ray that holds the perfection in place yeah thank you so beautiful what a beautiful conversation with you today, Emma Ray, Emma Ray, and <laughs> we're excited to have you back and talk more and, and, and have more of your teachings and understandings that you share with us and everyone. You have left us in a beautiful space. You have taken us to a beautiful space. That portal is still open. We are still connected to that. And that is very powerful. So I encourage everyone who's watching and listening to take this time today in this beautiful month between these super moons and remember the super abundance that we are. Remember this connection, this remembrance of paradise. How beautiful this co-creation with the higher realms, with our team. I'd like to ask you about how we can learn to listen more. Mm -hmm. What is that process like listening? I think um, listening is one thing, but we also have to take the action. So listening and action. Is there anything that you could offer us on that aspect? I can, and I will plug my offer a little bit here because the yes. second part of my offer is all about activating your senses. So there's some stuff in there specifically about the deep listening. But what I will share here is the first part of listening is to come into your place of peace and to acknowledge the consciousness is present in everything. Okay. So you get to acknowledge that everything can hear you. Everything is speaking to us. So this is part what opens the doorway to then listen. And then also, excuse me, also to be aware of the frequency modulation that occurs in the listening process, because when people are first learning to listen, oftentimes they're expecting it all to come in in their spoken language. 
which is not how it works, generally speaking. <laughs> no. So we have to learn how, if you're an empath or clairsentient, how it's going to come in through your feeling body and get translated, unpacked, as we like to say, into an awareness. Or if you are a visual person, you may see something as part of the conversation. And Let's see if Emma Ray's Zoom link stabilizes. I find it fascinating. We do Zoom every day. There's never an issue. Yet here's an issue. Large energy, everyone. Large energy, multidimensional energy. Oh, and Emma Ray has been bounced off. Well, we will wait just a moment. Please bear with us. 33 is the number on our Zoom audience. That's magic right there. Let's be patient as MRA gets back online. I want to share in the chat line and wherever you're watching this video or listening, you're going to see a Zoom link or not a Zoom link. You're going to see a link to the special offer that MRA is speaking of. And I'd like you to check it out. It is beautiful. It is channeling life's genius into form. Three video programs. Uh, the first one is Genius and the Guiding Forces of Divine Alchemy, an hour and 42 minutes. She already mentioned honing your sensory skills. That one is almost two hours. And the third one is the Inspiration and the Divine Plan and that is an hour and 40, 50 minutes actually for this one. So you can also get a personal session, personal guidance, a one-on-one -on -one session with Emma Ray and those recordings. So two very powerful options that you can work with Emma Ray. Emma Ray is known as a multi-dimensional bridge between heaven and earth, humanity and nature. And she serves as a light warrior and a light weaver and a bringer of truth to the earth from the realms of unity. She is love and light. Beautiful, beautiful time today, hearing her walk-in story, hearing her um, connected with the elementals so deeply, doing the work and all of it. It's really exquisite. And it helps validate our own journeys into who we are. And I wanted to mention as well, as, as we wait for Emma Ray to come back on or not, that we are in this very powerful month. This is the month of August. It seems like every month is powerful, uh, but we're in a very powerful month. And this is where we can be peace in every moment and walk in peace and be at peace in, with every relationship. If we ponder that, being at peace in every relationship, what does that feel like? That's wonderful. The planets are supporting us. So Emma Ray is back with us. 
And Emma, Emma Ray, if you're ready, you can unmute. It may take her just another moment to come back on. My internet, I, I set myself up on a hotspot and uh, so I'm back, sorry about that. It happens here, we have, Mount Shasta has- Energy. All the time. <laughs> So anyway, sorry about that. So where were we? Beautiful. I was expl- I was uh, pointing folks to your beautiful special offer and describing that there's three videos in there and a personal one-on-one session. And so go ahead and um, explain more. Uh, anything extra that you wanted to say about the three videos? Well, the, the main thing is when I created um, the videos, I broke it into three different conversations. The first part is really talking about what is divine genius. So we could really step out of the genius as an association with your IQ, which is not correct on the cosmic level. Genius is source consciousness. That's another name for that. And it's absolutely in everything. And it's part of the magnetic presence, the magical presence that just comes in through the codes. So everything is part of the genius. That's why when you look at nature, nature just seems to know what it's up to. It doesn't have go to school and learn how to read a book and all these, you know, it just knows that's the divine genius. So this is part of what we are learning to connect into and co-create with. So that's in the first part, along with connecting with all the teams of divine alchemy, who they are, what they do, what is their role in the hierarchy, not the hierarchy, but in the circle of creation. And then the second um, part is about expanding your senses, how to clear your field, how to learn how to listen and open up your different sensory awareness, what that is really entails. Um, And part of what I will share briefly here is when I go into nature and I'm doing my photographer, I speak to her. And I say, if you want to show me more in-depth parts of yourself, the elements, the elementals, these beings, I will take your picture and I will share it. So some of the photographs that are in my offer are of divas, of water fairies, of spirits that have come into my photographs and said, show people that were real. By we're going to show up in here. So I can't necessarily, I don't, I see them with my third eye. I don't see them with my visual eyes, but they show up in my photographs. So this is part of what happens with the deeper conversation when you go multidimensional with these things. And then the third part is about receiving your inspiration. What does it have to do with the divine blueprint, which we talked about a little bit and how to connect and run with that. So that's the third part. I do talk about the wheel of co-creation that Barbara Marks Hubbard created. And so you can kind of feel into what part of that structure is your, is your work living in, you know, so that's, and then on the one-on-ones for people who would like a little more help, 
getting that door of the soul open and keeping it open. You know, I like to say, just put a door stop in it, you know, but get that open, get that moving, accessing your causal body, accessing your team. Who are they? How do you begin a repertoire with them? That's part of what I'm offering in the one-on-ones for people who would like that help. Beautiful. I know that there are many people excited for this and we thank you for your generosity of this special offer because the personal session that's beautiful in itself but the personal session also comes with those recordings so what a gift what a beautiful offering and we thank you for that and um so right now it for one thing is the those are recorded the hour-long sessions are recorded yes Yes. And it's four and a half hours of recordings, but I didn't do any of them live because I was told to allow people to be able to pause them, take notes, rewind them, pause them and go back. And I have embedded within some of the videos, other videos and um, some audio files that will give you a little bit more in-depth stuff. So fortunately, technology lets us do that now. So that was kind of fun to do that as well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And personal sessions, people would always love going back and listening to that because they're, you know, hearing it, they just might be blown away and then going back and after they integrate the personal session, it's just going to reinforce it and maybe even give them things that they didn't hear the first time around. So the, the personal sessions are recorded too, yes? Absolutely, we do it all on Zoom and it's all recorded. Okay, and you are taking reservations now, how far in the future? Uh, so if someone orders, can they get in pretty quickly? They can, I think, I'm glad you brought that up because I think in my schedule, I blocked out the 7th and the 8th of August, because I'm going to be doing planetary work those two days, but um, up through September, and then that that's as far as I can go with the one-on-ones, so you have August and September, and I will say somewhere in there, I'm going to be moving, so if you sign up for a one-on-one, uh, hopefully I won't have to call you and say, can we reschedule, because I'm moving today, and I don't really know when that's going to so I will put that disclaimer in at the ahead of time to just know that that's going to be kind of in that week of the 15th, probably to the 28th of August, but I'm leaving it open and then we can just see as soon as I know for sure when I'm moving, I'll, I'll block that out. So please just bear with me while I get that figured out. That was kind of a surprise. Yes. Well, as I was sharing as well, that this um, is a very powerful month. We have the Lion's Gate coming up. Yes. And we have a, a, a more of a direct portal to the higher realms that are here to support us. And so people working with you to have you connect them on a much deeper level, mm -hmm. again, is a really good investment that we can give ourselves and an acceleration on our journey and our path. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. And again, we want this to be easy and available to people so there's a two payment plan on both of the options two payment plans if that is what can help you we are happy to offer that so thank you so much for this beautiful conversation emma ray kumara thank oh you. my gosh uh as we say goodbye 
I just want to give you a moment for any final thoughts. Hmm. So I, what I really wish to leave everyone with is the absolute knowingness that you are surrounded by exquisite interdimensional teams, the elementals, the angels, the ascended hosts, the galactic hosts, all who are here to vote your victory. Because we are here representing all of the cosmos to take this beautiful planet home and then to take the wisdom that we are gaining in this process and taking that as a soul out into the multiverse to share what you have learned here and teach others so that this path of separation never needs to be walked again. So know that how important you are here and know how supportive you are. Oh, so beautiful. Emma Ray Kumara, thank you. It's been lovely hearing your story, being in your vibration and receiving your gift today. We hope that everyone stays connected in this way and that you too can carry this connection always in all ways. We love you and we thank you for your bright light. Emma Ray Kumara, thank you so much. This has been exquisite. Namaste. 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 Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.